Welcome to Get the Goat Podcast, John Mark Selig with, I didn't do my song. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Appreciate it. Uh, Nick and I just skied together. It was really fun. That was fantastic. Barry had something, we, we don't know what's going on. He was supposed to ski with yeah, us. Yeah, he was supposed to go, but yeah. Life, life is actually, it's interesting. Um, everybody in the gym has been describing right now because of the world feels like it's ending again for like the 10th time in 2020 everybody's describing right now is like december 30 uh 43rd of 2020 <laughs> that we're not actually in 20, 2021 yet <laughs> they're like hey we're not in 2021 yet guys we're still in 2020 it's just december 43rd <laughs> that's pretty funny <laughs> yeah it's pretty awesome uh so actually we are december uh, january 12th right january 12th 2021 the math is correct barry did refer to this in the last podcast he's like i think everybody just thinks all of a sudden when we get to 2021 that life's just gonna go back to normal and that's not the reality and i think we're starting to see some of that and i um i wanted to kind of at the beginning of the year because we're one we have a lot of new people coming into the gym and then also we have like all these people that haven't maybe heard some of maybe the overarching purpose of kind of how we approach things because for us the mindset and the approach and the purpose and the reasons for training are just as important or more important than the actual movements themselves sure do i want to get stronger yes but why do i want to get stronger like if you don't continually come back to the wise of why you're showing up, it makes it a lot harder to go through a hard effort and it makes it a lot harder to maybe back off on certain days and it makes it harder to understand like there's an overarching long, kind of a long game plan rather than just like, cool, I lifted this last week, I guess I should do it again. Um, that we're heading a direction and we're going towards something is incredibly important and I was, um, this is going to be a setup episode, and so I'm going to read a bunch of these. I'm hoping we'll get to these. Um, these might be kind of popped in through different podcasts, um, and we're going to break each one down on each podcast. And I just wanted to read these. We can sh we can maybe discuss them if you want to on a short, very very short. But I, otherwise, this would be a five hour podcast, and no one wants that. Um, the deal is, I was, I was listening to an audiobook of an acquaintance of mine um, on 17 observations of being a parent. And he, I love how he described this. He's like, I don't, we don't need any more how-to books when it comes to parenting. And in reality, if you're acting like you know how to be a parent and you're telling people how to be a parent, you probably don't. Whoa! And burpees! <laughs> Go! That's great. <laughs> um, that was really... If That's that, awesome. That That's probably authentic. Hurt, I think know? it probably hurt people's ears right there. <laughs> so if you're sitting and you just were in your car and you just wrecked because of that loud <laughs> noise... Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Not our fault. Um, and uh, the interesting thing is 
as he's going through these, they're more observations as being a parent. And I started thinking about it and I was like, man, these are a lot of these correlate so well to being just a coach and being a person that's training other people and their observations of mine, just also being a person that trains. And so I just started writing down like 10 or 15 different observations that I have. And I'm going to rehash these and we're going to kind of dive a little bit deeper into these with Barry and Nick, but I want to kind of give you guys a little snapshot into these. And I well, think and that, you've, you've also always said like, if someone says that they know the answer, run the other way. Yeah. yeah right. Exactly. Like that's kind of like right alongside yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, I use the term, this is an exploration of effort. Mm-hmm. I love that term because we're going to try new things. Like we're exploring, we're exploring different movements. We're exploring, okay, this isn't the movement that's going to give you the, this isn't going to produce what is appropriate for you. And so we're going to try to find something else. And it's hard in a group setting because we try to create a gym where it's almost like you're in a personal training session, but with other people. And so I have on the board, you know, it's almost like a, it's almost like an outline, but we haven't written the story yet. Cool. You know, it's like, here's the outline and the story is going to kind of unfold in front of our eyes. And so for some people it might look, you know, just as though the script is written, but then their script might look very different because how we apply that to their sport or how we apply that to their injuries and how we apply that to what they actually need for that given day might change a little bit. And so some of these observations are things that I'm trying to figure out how for myself, how do I get the best productive effort? And what have I noticed from myself? What have I noticed from what I've watched from other people? Because I think it's really healthy working in a, in a group environment because we, if, if we're totally isolated and we pull ourselves apart from everybody else and we're not, we're so insulary and so focused just on ourselves, then we miss out like what we can potentially learn from somebody else. Like today, perfect example. How long you been telling? By the way, we went telemark skiing. I haven't tell I tell you for like 13 years. <laughs> and then I stopped. I stopped for like four years. I tallied one day last year on March 12th. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know, but the world kind of got a little crazy on March 13th. We shut, shut down, down the gym yeah. and the mountain shut down. I mean, it got a little bit crazy. So I, I was... Nick was like, hey, let's go telly. And I was like, man, okay, <laughs> here we go. Do I don't remember how to do it, but we'll see. And it was, I mean, I learned, you know, how long have you been doing it? Yeah, like uh, two, a year, two years maybe. Yeah. Like four to f- four to ten times a season. Yeah. You cool. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it's just fun trying new things and exploring new things and experiencing, you know, the mountain in a different manner. And um, even while I was trying to figure it out again right. as I'm trying to, hey, oh yeah, this is how you do this. Hey, yeah. Nick, this is a great this way a to technique. approach this. Yeah. I was learning as Nick was learning and, you know, it was super fun. and uh, 
I think in the gym setting, it's incredibly important to, even though they might not have the same body as you and they might not be doing the same lift, like I'm continuing to learn from individuals that are in the gym as I'm coaching them and as I'm teaching them. And I hope that they are getting the same thing as they develop in their their approach to the gym, that they're starting to see that they can share that with others. So can I yeah. be selfish? Here? Yeah, yeah, go. Um, so like I've my, I haven't been in the gym for like probably four weeks. Yeah. Uh, because of the holidays and because of work. Yeah. And it's just like, it's a total shift in my schedule, right? Sleep schedule's way off. I'm like, I would say I'm in a funk right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. totally out of my groove. Um, came to the gym yesterday and just pretty much felt pretty out of it barely mm-hmm. giving some effort and was yeah. trying to get back in the movement. But I think what you first said there, like finding your why and why you want to be in the gym, why you want to be working out. Like, I don't know if you can give me some coaching here or like, cause I feel like everyone kind of goes through this. I was talking with Corey uh, yesterday. He's like, you know, once you get, you get in the groove of going to goat and, and, yep. and getting into it, you don't want to get out of it and you might push yourself to stay in your groove, which is a good thing. But when you get out of that routine, it's hard to create that habit again. But then, and then like, that's what you're, and then is that where you're going to find your why? Am I going to find my why here? <laughs> yeah. So, so Coming this would back. be my, when we started last week, so we came back first of the year, we're kind of getting back in action. You missed this week cause you started back this week. Right. So you missed the thing that I put on the board and I think it was very, it was very intentional for, Hey, it's the first of the new year and I want to give kind of the overarching, probably the number one the most important thing to remember when we talk about training. And um, so this is the first observation, and and I'll read this to you. Um, This environment in general, this should be fun. Like we try to create this environment to where it is fun. People are incredibly welcoming. Like people are just good people because there's a common goal. Like everybody has fun. We try to make it fun. Mm Mm-hmm. But there's sometimes where there it's not like it's just the reality. Like it, some days it's going to feel Work. like a job. Yeah, you know. Um, and so when it isn't, I always use this: you should be grateful. Like you should be grateful that you're even able to do it. Because there's a, one, there's a lot of gyms that aren't even open. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people that don't even have the physical capacity to be able to do some of the things that we do in here. There's a lot of people that are sick. And there's so many, we are incredibly privileged and we should be incredibly grateful that we're able to even do this. And that might spur you on, okay, if I'm not showing up, I'm showing up because, Hey, I love these people. These is, you know, the workouts are really fun. I love being around those people. I'm going to have a blast. If that's not there that day, then look to gratitude. And if gratitude Mm. isn't there, then there's this thing called discipline Mm. and discipline is, um, Discipline will allow you, if you are consistent and it just becomes a part of your rhythm of life and it's just something that you do, you're going to go in and out of fun, gratitude, fun, gratitude, fun, gratitude. You're always going to hit probably one of those. But here's the kicker. There's moments where nobody, like you just don't have any gratitude. Right. Like, and when, when, when you're not grateful for 
the ability to do it. And you don't have the discipline to actually show up. You need to give yourself some grace. Like, don't beat yourself up about it. Don't crush yourself because, gosh, I just ate, so I drank and ate too much all during the holidays. I don't want to show up because I just, I feel like I've lost everything that I've gained or I'm at a different place because, sure. you know, I, I thought I was really moving in a great direction and now I'm going to beat myself up. Like, that's not helpful. And then if you, like, mm-hmm. it's, it's better to move towards a place of graciousness and self-love rather than sitting there and self-wallowing and going, oh man, I'm a shell of what I used to be, you know? And so, and that's, that keeps people from showing back up so often because then they sit there and they're like, they're mad at themselves and they beat themselves up. Right. Instead of just giving themselves a grace, saying, you know what, I'm going to show up and I'm just going to start over again. That's totally fine. Like, and that's a reality for a lot of people. So that is probably the first observation. And I'm going to just go through a bunch of these. Yeah, let's and we go can, through it. Um, I'm excited to hear so, it. And the, so this is the other, this one, all of these kind of run into each other continually. So some of them might kind of fold on top of each other. Um, your anxieties about the gym or working out will kill your joy. So there's a lot of times, like, we try to impose, like, our... Like if somebody is incredibly anxious, it will it will hinder them from seeing the fun and the joy, and and actually moving to a place of gratitude. Um, third observation: um, Are you living your life, or is your life just happening to you? Um, this one I want to do. This one I want to do a big podcast on. Um, <laughs> Barry's here. Barry just so walked good. in. Barry just yes. showed up. Uh, nothing, nothing, nothing at all. <laughs> pretty much the podcast is... Get your butt in here. Pretty much been useless Sit until now. Sit your fine ass down. So the third observation is, are you living your life or is life just happening to you? Um, the, this, is, this one I continue... Nick actually asked me when we were telemark skiing... Tell me about it. <laughs> when we were skiing, we were like, he's like, that. what do you want to talk about? He's like, I like that quote that you had on the board. I think that should be good. And I'm like, I don't really know how to talk about it yet. Yeah, you just put it up and we're like. I, I mean, put it, it, I don't know. I don't want to get too off topic, but your Nick impression is spot on. For a second, I was like, whoa, I've got Nick in both ears. Holy. Yeah, wow. exactly. What do I sound like? Can you describe wow. it? Can you try it? Do oh, I look wow, as... just listen to John. It sounds more like you than you do. Do I look as young as Nick? You do. Oh, when you sound like when you speak like him, you do. Perfect. That's what I'm shooting for. Coffee down. Yeah, and you know, I um this one I'm I'm letting it kind of rattle around in my brain and my head a little bit. And maybe I just can't figure out the best way to communicate it. And maybe after Wednesday, I'll try it on a few classes. Okay. <laughs> you know, but I think you understand what I'm saying. Like life is continually, is life passing you by and you're just being dragged along? Or is life something that you are taking ownership in? you're actively choosing to participate in life 
or is it just happening to you? And this goes to a pretty... I mean, Barry, you're transitioning right now. Let's just let that hang out there for a minute. Let's just throw that in there. I mean, mean, I'm thinking about that too. I think different verticals of your life, right? Like there's the passenger seat and the driver's seat. And are you always in the driver's seat? You know, are you living the life you chose or the life that chose you? But it goes back and forth. Like sometimes you're in complete control. And sometimes I feel like we're not. But I feel like you're always trying to like, I mean, you don't follow one path. I don't usually. Right. So like, I mean, what's motivating, what motivates that, you know, does that, does this quote like ring true to you? I feel like, I feel like it would, but. Well, I, I, for you, I mean, I think this goes beyond just, this is definitely some gym stuff. This is definitely like life stuff, but there's a bit of where people just are like, yeah, this is what I've been dealt. Yeah. Like that there's somebody that's orchestrating something and they're like, well, I just got screwed. This is just what I'm dealt. And so I'm just going to deal with it and I'm going to settle with it. And I'm, and, but then also there are some people that have had a tough go and had a tough experience and the cards haven't been set up well for them. And so, and so their situation is, is different than others and they can continually compare and look at other people's lives and say, I want that. I want that. I want that, but I didn't get that. So screw it. And so I don't even, and so, and there's a lot of people that are like, well, I'm just, you know, I'm 60. I'm never going to be fit again, or I'm never going to be strong ever. You know, I'm now I'm in my forties. This is just, I have bad knees. It's just what I'm going to deal with. And it's like, no, no, there's some things you can actually do to have a much better quality of life, but it's going to take some work. Instead of just saying, well, this is what I've been, I got a bad shoulder, I got a bum, bum shoulder, I got a bad hip. And it's like, no, actually you can do some things to improve your situation. Um, yeah. How would someone get out of that funk? How would, how would someone find that spark again? Well, I th- okay. So here's, here's what I would say. Let's talk about the parenting side. Um, So this is the thing that I continually thought about when I thought about my kid. That I want my kid to be inspired, that I didn't just settle, that I tried hard things, that I did things that were maybe a little unconventional. I want them to be, look at their, I I want my kid to look at her dad and say, man, my dad was adventurous and and that continually be in the back of her head the rest of her life, you know, that I didn't, and, and for some people it might be, you know, there's certain jobs that I did not take because sure, I could have taken that job and made more money, but I would have been miserable inside. Mm-hmm. Like, and then what do I, well, cool. I provided a little bit more money for my family, but I didn't really inspire my kid. And so does that make sense? Yeah. You just want your daughter to look at you the way my son looks at you. <laughs> I'm tired of hearing about how you're the strongest man on the planet. <laughs> I think it makes a lot of sense. And I think everybody and to, to a degree 
you know, it's funny is that the, the motivation may be the same, but the end may be very different. You know, I think a lot of people's actions are motivated by what their kids will think. And, you know, whether that's the parent who wants their kid to think they're cool or the parent who wants their kid to think they're successful, or I just think, you know, honing in on the fact that, yeah, I want my kid to, I want my kid to see me working hard and I want my kid to see me learning new things. Like it's important that we keep learning in our house and not be afraid to try new things. Which we're going to get, we're going to get to that because that's some of my observations, which I can't, but I'm just going to yeah, go to the next just, one. I just yeah, I'm just going to keep on ahead. rattling it. I'm rattling go it. Down some so that's funny that you say that, Barry, because this next one is funny all we, <laughs> always be learning, be teachable, be a constant teacher mm-hmm. and share what you are learning. Um, like I never, I want just as much as I want my kid to see that I'm challenging myself physically, that I'm trying to learn, Hey, I don't have all the answers and I'm going to continue to find the best methods in the gym. And we're going to continue to evolve and continue to change. And as we evolve, I hope she sees that. And that becomes something that a value that she takes on. And also the people in the gym that, that they also are like, man, what's John Mark got for us this week? I want to learn something. I, right. I, I want to be a sponge to continue to progress and p- continue to learn something new about myself. I want this new self-discovery. Uh, and, and that's hard because then you have to be incredibly vulnerable. But it's a lo- I think in a lot of ways, it's a learned skill. Once you get so comfortable and you have this whole thing of like, my life's just happening to me, then you just kind of settle and you don't want to learn anymore. Yeah. People don't want to do things they're not good at because they're afraid that you'll see it. Yeah. You know, and that's, I think that happens in a lot of gyms. I think that happens in a lot of scenarios. Um, you know, mm-hmm. if at first you don't succeed, well, you're not cut out for it is the, <laughs> is the method, you know, but yeah, like, that's yeah. the exact reason. Like <laughs> I want my son to see me being terrible at guitar and enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. Because the whole point is like we're trying to create a lifetime of learning. And in the gym, I think we do that a lot. And that's that's the fun thing to me about Friday workouts is that there's some days that it's going to, you know, my skill set is going to thrive. And then there are other days where it's like I'm going to get smashed. And I, I think that that's I, I, I think that's a once you can learn to understand that, that it's just you know, even if it goes up on the board, the board's erased at the end of the day. Yeah. Right? And I, I think that... And it, you'll never actually, like most people never see anything past... Right. Their the class. Day. You know, yeah. it's not like it gets posted on the Instagram. <laughs> You're right. Mike Skellion buried me by 75 <laughs> calories. You know, I mean, <laughs> I, I think that... Yeah. And that, that format lends itself to people that understand it. Yeah. Um, let, let me... Because this next one... And and we're probably going to just finish this off today. We're not going to do other podcasts on yeah. this because like, I think we're just good doing it. Yeah. Um, so deconstruct and unlearn what is not helpful. Ooh, habits. Yeah, well, I mean, I think a lot of times we don't... We're so connected and so we're holding on to a lot of things that are probably not that 
productive for us long term, but we've been doing them forever and we're just continuing to do it because we feel like we should. And instead, we need to let go of some potential destructive things. Um, this one, I, I go ahead. I know. Spit it out. Now, what do you think I'm going to say? I don't know, but I'm tuned in. <laughs> I'm um, sure that the everyone listening at home is just as gripped. Yeah, I, I, I think there's, I think there's a lot of things that people come in and they, they think, okay, this is what my football coach told me when I was that bench press is the best thing in the world, and that's what I got to do every single day. And this is what my high school coach told me. This is what a PT told me at one time. This is what a doctor told me at one time. And so they have these certain routines, these certain beliefs, and these certain ideas that they've heard from someone at one point was an authority to them. And they might need to reevaluate and look back at that stuff and say, is this really productive? Because this is starting to have a larger effect long-term on you. And... um I, I don't know how this is, this is one that I want to go a little bit deeper in for sure. So this can be, this could be PT modalities. This could be how certain people, you know, if people foam roll or if we've discussed some of that stuff, um, I, why do I always bring up foam rolling? No, I, I don't know. You hate it. <laughs> you hate those things. No, I don't hate them. I think there's, a real ax to I think there's a whole... better use for them. Like what could we do with the foam rollers? I we mean, could learn to r- self- walk on them, like yeah. log rollers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Self-talk, though, like positive self-talk falls right into that category for me. Like just my bad habit is negative self-talk. I'm sure yeah. it's everybody's bad habit, yeah. right? How do you change that? Like, well, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm talking more about like, I think that that is different than deconstructing some beliefs and some thoughts that might not might not be productive long-term. Um, can you think of any, Barry? I think a lot of it's diet. You mm. know, diet is the one that I yeah. hear predominantly. That's you know? a huge like, one for sure. Um, and, it, and it's not as common in Colorado as it was in other places that I've lived where people had some really odd diet quirks that they'd picked up somewhere that uh, Diet Coke and carrots were the cornerstone to a nutritious diet. <laughs> we don't see that as much. But, you know, like I'm, I don't... Yeah, I don't, I mean, that's, again, that's the kind of the the bonus of coming here is you've got a group of people that have self-selected to try new things. I mean, the format, if you're going to be here for a year, you're going to try a ton of new stuff. And the people that stick are the people that are into that. Now, if you go to your typical, um, a weight room, you know, you're going to see people following, you're going to see people following the same routine they've followed for years. And you're going to see them following a very similar nutrition plan and following a, it's a couple things, you know, it's people that are not engaging in a dialogue that helps challenge them and motivate them and look at new opinions. And so that is a parallel line to the way a lot of people run their lives. You know, they, they go to work, they do their stuff. They don't, but are you listening to, you know, are you, are you engaging in dialogue or, or media or, whatever that helps push you a little bit, helps you change a little bit. I mean, what are you doing like outside the gym? Are you doing enough to challenge yourself to, to be a catalyst for growth? Yeah. I think we need to table that one. Cause I want to go. Yeah, we can go. Deep. I think we're going to go deeper on that one. But, go deep. Um, 
So, and, th- and this one kind of leans into the next one is ask questions. Like I want, mm. I want my kid, I want the gym members. Like I love it when people are like, Hey John Mark, why are we doing this? <laughs> How much money do you make? <laughs> that, I thought we were right. Asking yeah. questions. Yeah. Uh, I let's see your Be membership. Vulnerable. Your member. You can calculate it real quick. Your gym membership <laughs> times. No. Um, I think I absolutely. There's like a few people that at our gym without fail. Like, okay, why are we doing split squats today? <laughs> And don't just take it just because they're told. Like, I love that. Mm-hmm. Like, I really do love it when people ask me questions. I want, I want my gym members to ask hard questions, especially Barry, asking the hard <laughs> questions. But, I mean, but, in, but also I want my kid to wonder. I want her to have this, this, this wonder about her, of like, what's cap- what am I capable of? What, where is this going? Like, What's the long-term deal? Like, where are we going the next three weeks? What are we going to after this? Why do you want it this way? Why do you want my positioning in the low bar squat in this position compared to high bar? Like, why do you have people do sleds before they do box jumps? <laughs> like, or, I mean, there, I, I love, and there's, and most people don't realize there's actually, it's not just like, I'm just throwing stuff up on the board. You don't have a bunch of dice with exercise written on each face and you just roll them one yeah, morning. Exactly. Like, oh, today we're going to do right. inverted yeah. squat thrusts. Yeah. Well, we do have that dice thing. You remember it? that? No. Oh, my God. After this, I'm going to show you guys. Okay. So um, if I always have a specific reason, if it's the right reason, if, I'm, if, I'm, if it makes sense or if it has no I, – I, most of the time I have a pretty good inkling that it makes sense and that it, that there's science behind it at this time, (laughs) you know, that there, there's a reason why I have people do box, you know, box jumps after sleds. There is a reason why I have people, you know, save the abs for the end. Like there's a reason why I have, you know, why on one day I have them doing weighted and then the next day it's body weight. I mean, there's certain things and I think a lot of people just go, oh, it just sounded good. You probably just saw it on something. And yeah, I continually learn from other people and hear, you know, like just in my programming um, from my coach, and then I continually are researching different information and then trying to figure out how can I apply this to, the, to this group of people. Save the abs is a great slogan, by the way. Save the abs. <laughs> um, put that in the bio. We probably need to talk about our... Yeah, we need, yeah I want to know about this. About our extreme diet. Oh, yeah. Are we going to do something wacky? Yeah, we're going to do something really strange. We'll we'll fill you guys in after we do it. But um, we're two weeks straight. We're going to do do nothing but eat a stick of butter and drink two gallons of water a day. (laughs) We found it's a Nordic. We saw something on the internet that it will give you ripped abs. Bulletproof. (laughs) Bulletproofabs.com. Communicate. Mm. Keep talking. So, not just. Not just asking questions, because that's not always just communication. That's part of it. But, um, like, there needs to be constant di- dialogue. Like, I like it when people are like, hey, I, it helps me as a coach. And they're like, hey, I felt really good after that session. My, my back was starting to feel a lot better. Because then I know we're moving in the right direction. 
or it's like, hey, whoa, 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 that was a little too much. Like John Mark, I was obviously after a Friday workout, Barry, this last Friday, Barry texted me. He's like, is it me or does everything hurt? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't, I maybe, that was definitely not this last Friday's workout. Two things were playing into it. I was like, well, the snow's kind of crap. So, you know, whatever. That's crazy. I'm, I'm going to just go ahead and have some fun. We haven't done a Friday workout in like two or three weeks. So let's have some fun. And it had fun with me. <laughs> I'm still sore. Yeah. So nice. that doesn't, that's not always the way that I like to approach things. And then certain days I'm like, yeah, let's go for it. Um, so, um, what irritates you and why, and let's get rid of it if it's not productive. So physically irritating. Yeah. Like I, this is, this is part of the communication. (laughs) Certain people irritate me. I got a couple boogaboos I'd like to air out. (laughs) I, I think like if there's things at the gym, like, and if you're listening, if there's something that we're doing that is irritating or, or if there's, if, if I can help make this environment less irritating and less, if I can help, I don't want there to be barriers to people showing up. And if there's something that we as coaches are doing or that we're doing in the programming, um, I want to be a person that is approachable and that people can say, Hey dude, I just, this is what I'm thinking. And this is what I feel explain, you know? Um, okay. Moving on. You do you. We've talked about this one before. This is a Robbie. This is a Robbie deal. Um, so I think it's incredibly important. I don't impose that. I don't impose what there are certain things at certain times that I want to see a certain effort from somebody, but there are some days that they just need to do the effort and, and give the effort that they needed for that day. They need to do the movement that is appropriate for them on that day. And I cannot impose that on them. Um, Now, if they continually just are not going to any type of effort that's going to produce strength or produce, you know, a better cardiovascular system or better um, fitness, that's a different question. But if people can understand, like, when they walk in these doors that, yes, that person's going to inspire me, but I need to make sure I stay in my lane. Um, that's incredibly important. Make sense? Yeah. Totally okay. makes sense. I think I got a few more. Um, stop catastrophizing things when they happen. Um, it's not the end of the world. Like that. You hurt your knee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You hurt your yeah. knee, that your knee feels a little tweaky, that you woke up the next morning and your back was a little bit sore, more sore than normal, and it freaks you out, and you think you're going to have to go get an x-ray. Like, it, you, like, calm down, take a breath. Things happen, and they're probably not what you think, and the reasons for them happening are probably not what you think. Um, ooh, this one is a good one. You should say yes more than you say no. Mm. 
Mm. These um, are observations from the gym. They're kind of like statements. Like you, here's what you get kicked out of the gym. If you don't say it, no, I'm just okay. kidding. Yeah. <laughs> you don't you, show up and go hard. Yeah. 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 Right. Makes sense. No, I think negative Nancy. If, can just <laughs> march I on. think, I think more so I, these are observations that I see of people that are on a really good path. Okay. Like they're heading in a direction that is, that is incredibly positive. People that continually say yes. You're good. You're good. Oh, I'm good. Yeah. Okay. You guys get warmed up. Okay. Um, continually say yes. Yeah. I think if they continually say yes, rather than no all the time, if they're just like, no, 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 no. Maybe the thing that you're saying no to, you actually need to start saying yes. Does that make sense? Yep. So here would be, um, and on a coach's side, I need to start saying yes a little bit more. So then when I do say no, that it means more. Does that make sense? Because mm. if I'm just a person like with my kid, that I'm like, no, no, don't do that. No, don't sure. do that. No, don't like, yeah. Like, no, we're not going to go do that. Or no, we're not going to, it should be like, dad, can we go ski? Yes. Dad, can we go, can we go climbing? Yes. Dad, can we go? I mean, obviously I'm not going to give her everything. I'm not talking about like material things. I'm talking about, I want my kid. If she wants me to do anything with her, if my gym members want me to, you know, I want to be a person that's like, you know what? Yeah, let's do that. So then when I do actually say no, that that's not appropriate, then it really means something right. rather than somebody that's just so negative and continually saying those things. Make sense? Yeah. Okay. I love that. Um, uh, my path is not theirs. I, and this kind of goes back to the, you do you, mm -hmm. um, like I don't want to impose my path and what I'm doing because sometimes I've gotten into that and where, how I've programmed things because I start getting into the paddling season and I want the programming and that's why I actually got a coach to write my programming. So everybody always asks me, like, what lift are you doing today, John Mark? I'm like, oh, well, that's just this really funky one. They're like, well, we want to do that. And I'm like, well, yeah, it's, it's a little bit different because this is not what you need specifically. And I'm trying to make sure that you get a little bit more specificity. And so I hope that our clients will slowly start to understand, hey, John Mark, am I is there anything on this programming that you would take out for me and my, my goals? You know, I hope they would start to feel comfortable enough that yes, this is a general program. And for 90% of the people that come to the gym, that this is going to be something that is incredibly appropriate for 90% of the people. But there's a lot of people that are on a different path and I need to make sure that they continually explore what that looks like for them. Um, That's where someone just needs to communicate. Yeah. I got two clients here and did you guys see how big units they are? Big dudes. Yeah. 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 Looks like that rack's about to fall off. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and then um, I think the way you talk about yourself has a huge effect on yourself. So Nick, this kind of goes back to you. Like, you mm -hmm. know, um, I've seen people just 
completely like they just beat themselves down like they're they're the way that they and there's there's a lot more i would say significantly more with most females but it's not um but they just they make statements that eventually they might not believe it at the time but if they continually say it and continually say it and continually say it finally they're going to start to believe what they're saying right and at first they're maybe just being like self-deprecating and funny but then eventually they might start believing it and i think people need to be very careful about how they talk about themselves and it's the little things too like oh i'm so stupid right yeah oh, i suck yeah. yeah uh whatever yeah um and then the last one would be sometimes you just have to let go. I've been wanting to talk to you about that. Yeah. We got approached by our first uh, real sponsor. What? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Doug's Foam Roller Warehouse <laughs> is hoping to get on board and um, might tell him to listen to the next podcast. Yeah. But. Perfect. Yeah. We're going to have. 20 foam rollers. That's going to be a foam roller <laughs> workout. Sitting on foam rollers. Yeah. While we're doing this. <laughs> All right, guys. Instead of team abs, we're going to do team foaming. <laughs> yeah, I'm in. <laughs> Barry, what do you got to say about the self-talk, though? I want to know. Oh, man. There's always... That's its own podcast. We need to have we need to have that as a full podcast. So that gives everybody... Okay, fine. That yeah. gives everybody a <laughs> quick like go, overview <laughs> and... It might be helpful for all of you 10 listeners. Um, tell us which one. Like, hey, you want us to start to dive into one of these a little, a little bit deeper. Let us know. Um, and then I think... Or what are your ob- observations? Like, what are, what are things that you see or hear or behavior patterns you witness or things you think that could make it more of a dialogue or more approachable or... I don't know. Mom, just put it in the comments. Yeah, mom, mom, we love you. What's for dinner? Meatloaf! Mom! (laughs) Cool, I'm excited to hear more about these. Uh, Okay, cool. I'm excited about it, and here's to December 43rd, 2020. (laughs) Peace. Break, kind of say complain with your ways, how you slipping while you still